This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. I'm your host, Bishop Poole and Terry Poole. We're here talking about the sorrows of the seasons, part two. Amen. Call a friend and tell a friend. Doctrine of Truth is on the air. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for new mercy every morning. Thank you for the strength you've given us and helping us through our limbs and our, oh God, our mind. Paul told Timothy, God has not given us the spirit of fear for power, love, and a sound mind. God, we thank you for those that are listening. We pray in the go, God, that you would uh, bless them with the word, a rhema word for the day. Oh, God, strengthen them and heal them. Find Satan's hand every false doctrine, every deception that would hold them down, oh, God, and bind them up where they're not able to move freely, not able to think freely. Oh, God, when they're nervous and they're worried up, loose it now this season. Loose it now through yes, this broadcast. Heal it now. Those that are in the, oh, God, in the same asylum, those that are in, uh, God, in the hospital room, oh, Lord, looking for a family member or looking for some type of faith to hold on. Lord, we ask you to reach out your hand of the limit now, um, mercy. Those that are incarcerated, those that are going through the divorce, those that are going through financial difficulties, those that are losing their homes and walking, oh God, not sure, not knowing, but you are God. You don't sleep. You don't slumber. Your eyes all through the land. You're omnipotent, all-knowing, all-seeing. You're all-powerful. You set up on the circle, Isaiah said in the 40th chapter. You say, I am God, and I will know no other. And that's what we depended on, the God of our creation, in Jesus the Christ, his son, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Today we are reaching out to encourage, as, as always here on Doctrine of Truth, we're trying to encourage you in the reality of that we're still living here. We're still on this earth. And God has given us the power to make decisions, to walk this earth. We're not being religious, as James said in the first chapter of James. And by the last two verses, if a man seemed to be religious and brought him out his tongue, but to visit, but to visit the fatherless and motherless and the orphan and their uh, the widows and their affliction, amen, and keep himself unspotted from the world, amen. God has brought us out of his world through his son, Jesus Christ, and he given us the victory. And our motive is always our purpose to help you to walk in victorious uh, support of the kingdom of God. Not the kingdom of darkness, but the kingdom of God. And we are here, we want, we want to read uh, Sister Terry and I, and we're in the 15th chapter of Matthews, and we're going to read a poor portion here and what Jesus has said. And we want to reach, you, reach out, and many times we read from the King James Bible, Amplified Bible, an American Standard Bible for right now. 
we're looking at the Matthew's Bible, King James, 15th chapter of Matthew's, beginning at the, uh, the first verse. Thank you, Bishop. Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the trans tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But he answered and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. And honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have you made the commandment of God of none effect by your tradition. Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth, and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand. And verse 11, Not that which goes into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. I remember, Sister Taylor, when I first got saved and in Christ and I was uh, volunteered. They wanted to volunteer to help clean the church and move around. And I was moving around and helping in the, uh, one of the officers of the church came downstairs and he was smoking a cigar. And I jumped and he looked at me and he said, it's not what goes into the foul, a mouth young man, that what goes in the mouth defiles a man. And it, it was comes out, what comes out of a person's heart. So I say, I didn't know the scripture, but I knew coming out of the world, accepting Christ, and I gave all my all my heart that I know smoking and was the defilement in God's house. At least I know that that should be this that was disrespectful. So you have this time of the year, the devil will try and he will try and he always trying. Amen. Discredit God's people by information. That's why Paul said we should renew our mind. Renew the mind. It's a battle for the mind of people. And it's about information. Everything is deceptive, but Jesus said in these last days, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man so and so shall he reap. And also, he said, Jesus also said uh, in the last days, don't be deceived. And deception is one of the biggest things today. If you don't know the word or study the word, if, if you don't want to know if they're leaving something out of the paragraph or the content, you wouldn't know 
But because of the fact you're in Christ, you feel something is missing. And that's thank God for the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God. Notice what Jesus said in the 15th chapter of Matthew, again, in uh, the third verse. You see, he answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? Tradition. We're going to, uh, Terry, you will look up the word tradition. Tradition. What is that? The transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation, or the fact of being passed on in this way. All right, we have many things that are happening now in this season of uh, holidays, amen. Something that is passed down, amen, it's not written, but many of the uh, mothers and daughters are cooking, and they have the Recipes are being trashed, passed down. Passed down. It's not written. Amen. If it is a secret recipe, it's handed down. Uh, being the mothers being done. Some things that the fathers do are being passed down. You have any, any traditions you might have? Well, I'd... <laughs> there are so many, Bishop. And each, each family kind of has their own. There's there's many families that do different things at dinner time, like some families during Thanksgiving dinner, before they pray or after they pray for the meal, they'll go around to each uh, member of the table and they will ask them to say something that they're thankful for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or there's other place, other uh, family gatherings I've been to. They'll have every person say a scripture. Right. So, you know, these, like it says, there are customs or beliefs. Mm -hmm. A lot of families have different beliefs from others. And I was thinking, from birth, you are programmed by your mother mm -hmm. and or your father. Mm -hmm. For certain things to go on in your life. Right. So once you're an adult, until you, what does it say in Romans 12? <laughs> Transform your mind. Right. Decide for yourself with the free will, free will choice to come to Jesus mm -hmm. and have receive him as your Lord and Savior and then live your life that way. Until you make up in your mind to do that, you will continue and continue mm -hmm. the traditions mm -hmm. of your family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if your family's not saved or, you know, if somebody's that you don't go to church, mm -hmm. you don't gather, you don't do Bible study, mm -hmm. you're not going to. Right, right. Mm -hmm. There are also the Bible studies and I know as uh, I would ask the members as being a pastor of the church asking people to get a friend or call a friend and bring a you know bring someone to church to the holidays and you always get the same before the holidays I only go to church on New Year's Easter Mother's Day like I say Father's Day uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I don't know if I miss anything, but I don't go to church. I always have, and all my family have, 
Amen. Go to the church. Amen. This is a traditional thing. They're going to be in the house of God during those type of year, uh, type of year and everything of that. Uh, family gatherings, dinners, it's good. There's some good things that comes out of yes. family gatherings. And although there's some bad things handed down as well. <laughs> bad things handed down as well. Yes, like when you gather and we're either drinking the the traditional eggnog egg or the spiked eggnog <laughs> or, you know, just have one little glass of wine. It's not mm -hmm. going to hurt anything. Mm -hmm. But as we read and said before, Ezekiel 18, mm -hmm. even, the, even if you've been doing the right thing, you mm -hmm. say, for God I live, for God I die, you got to stay in it. Yes. You can't say, oh, I've been living that way for 40 years, but today I'm going to just hang out with my family that's not saved, and I'm going to go ahead and do what they do when they do it. And when and if you die that day, yes, it says in Ezekiel 18, all you've done mm -hmm. is not counted. Mm -hmm. It'd be different if it didn't say that in the Bible. We could we could think that that long as I've been doing good, I'm good. I do bad one time, mm -hmm. I'm still going to heaven. But it is written in the Bible. Yes. Whether you want to believe it or not, because it's in the Old Testament, it's still written. Mm -hmm. And all that is written is God breathed. And to be used. Mm -hmm. So, if you're going to stay on state straight street, mm -hmm. <laughs> ask the Holy Ghost each and every day. Keep me on straight street. In mm -hmm. Jesus' name. Amen. This time of the year, it has it's such a danger to the, uh, the believers, especially young ones, young ones in Christ as well as those that have been in Christ. Amen. Those that want to uh, please the world because of their feelings, they're being pressured, amen, by their feelings and they're being by the entitlement of family members to do certain things, to say certain things. Because the mother always throws salt on her back up though, in New Year's Eve. She always cooked collard greens, get money. They always had these traditional things that are happening. But there's no change in their life. They have no change in their life for the betterment. Ezekiel 18 says, I'm reading a little bit right here, it says 18 and 24, But when a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and committed iniquity and does it according to all the abomination that the wicked man does, shall he live. All righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered because of the unfaithfulness of which he is guilty and the sin which he has committed, because of them he shall die. And Israel's often the major prophet was saying, you know, Lord, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And this whole chapter is, is really working with all souls of mine. But Jesus said here, but the soul that sinned shall die. Now sin is a transgression, transgression. Is a, is a sign like you have in the road 
uh, on somebody's fence. Uh, do not trespass. Do not enter. And you know, you see the sign. We know what God uh, told us to do, or we know something is wrong by our inner spirit, but we do it and we override it and do it anyway. And if we should die in our transgression, God said, whatever you've done for years and years and years, you have no, no, no bank account in righteousness. You can pull off and pull on, amen, just to join the, the un ungodly world, the proof to the world that you love them or the family member that you love them. And that's these family religions, the traditions, amen. You have to watch out for that. You have to watch out for that. That's why people are feeling sorry for this time of the year. That's why some of the things they're feeling sorrowful because they're not able to jump in, amen, and be a part of the group again. Or those of us that we claim that we are religious, James said, back to James, the first chapter, amen. And we don't visit. Okay, you can send presents, you can send telephone calls, but nothing like showing up your time and sit down with someone and uh, a young man, a young lady, amen, uh, out of wedlock, doesn't matter, amen. Sin is sin. All sin are forgiven. All sin, God will forgive all sin. We can say it a hundred times, God will forgive all sin. But the sin that sinned shall die. If you don't repent, that's why Jesus taught in St. Luke, the last chapter, Repentance and remission of sin should be taught. So going through these holidays and, and being involved in all of the parties and the after uh, cooking all night, amen, cooking all night and having all type of parties, amen, just to please people, that's the trick of the devil. That's the trick of the enemy. When you think about it too, Ezekiel 18 if you've been you've been living righteous for like you feel like it's been forever so you're allowed one little transgression think about it the word says that Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever there is none so faithful. So if God is the same, he's always been faithful. All of his promises are true. He said he will never leave you or forsake you. So when you come over on the Lord's side, that's how you become. When you want to stay in it, you stay in it. You read, you meditate, you pray. When Jesus was about to go to the cross, he was praying all those 40 days of fasting. He prayed and he prayed. You have to stay connected so tight with the Father that you don't want to go back, turn back, look back like Job's wife. You have to give it up. It's about self-control. That's why that is a fruit of the Spirit. 
you don't have to feel like everything you want every fleshly desire, every lust of the eye, that you have to have it. When you are faithful, committed, submitted to the Father, Jesus as your Lord and Savior, all that stuff goes away. That's why it's a new life in Christ. You want what is the passion of the Christ is the will of the Father. Not your own will. The will of the Father. So you can turn down people. Even when they say, oh, you old goody two shoes. <laughs> you old church girl. Believe me, I've heard it. You just say, okay. That's what I am. That's what I'm going to be. I'm not going to. I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to smoke. All of that stuff in the end, it's a, such a fleeting moment of pleasure when you think about it compared to an eternal life with God. Live now to live again. Jesus said that he's going to prepare a place for St. John 14. Mm. Now, you can believe if you're experiencing any uh, power, peace since you accepted Jesus Christ and the more you grow into it the more you begin to feel that he's, he is what he say he is. He's not a liar and that he's real, that God is real and you accepted God through his, through his son. The only way you can get to God it's Jesus Christ. If you ever been in the stores and you got someone there, uh, go to the doctor, got an appointment, and you got to run into the secretary, maybe you have a security guard, somebody guiding the door. Jesus said he's the he's the door. He's he's the door. He's he's the one, he's the gatekeeper. You cannot get to God unless you come through Jesus Christ. Now Jesus Christ, and you know for yourself. You might not really know biblical scriptures, but like Paul was saying in Romans 1, that the heathens know that there's such a greater God because they look at the atmosphere, they look at the humanity, they look at the trees and the, the earth, the moon, the stars. They know there's a greater creator. Yes. There's some, someone greater than they thought they, they thought they knew. And who can, who can stop the fire? Fire destroys everything. Water is the only one that can douse out fire. And the wind, who can stop the wind? Amen. So Mother Nature, as we call, is God creation. God not going to destroy, amen, our people. He's going to let them burn forever in the lake of fire and brimstone. Death and hell going to be cast into the lake of fire. And those that accept him as the Lord and Savior will live forever Amen. In heaven, they're going to live forever. But God knows the ones that's going to rebel against him and talk against him. And they could be walking next to you. They could be rubbing shoulders with you. Mm. They could be sleeping with you or working mm. with you. Amen. So they they are very dominant about and demanding about the season. They're so demanding about holidays. They go all out. But when it comes around to being faithful and living 
or living in true God, it's kind of hard for them. Oh, I don't understand. I don't believe he's real. Or the church this and the church that. If it wasn't for the church, Amen. Which is the which is the new ark of covenant, Amen. The new ark. Noah made the first ark that saved the world, saved eight. But now Jesus, Amen. He himself developed the church, and he was he saves as many uh, as the sands of the sea. If they want to choose him, if you want to, you have the power to choose within you, like you're getting ready to do today. Maybe you're taking lunch, maybe you're at home, maybe you're just playing around with the television or on your iPads and all of this, or just don't have anything but reading the Bible. Amen. Are you being confronted by negativity? You still have the choice. You still have the choice. In your mind, you can choose negative. Miss, or you can choose positiveness. You can choose God. We're saying to you during these holidays, choose God. Choose his son. Amen. You choose his son. He knows where you are in Christ. He knows when you don't have a heart. Amen. You don't have the strength. But you have a little faith as a mustard seed. Little faith as a mustard seed. Maybe through this broadcast or you heard something else. And the Lord's saying to you that you're more valuable than all this technology coming out. That's right. One thing come out, another one come out. Amen. Uh, when you think the best uh, technology come out, another phone come out. Amen. You All the time is one thing better than another. But we want you to know Jesus Christ is all in all. You have God has instilling in you the power. Once you accept Him as your Lord and Savior, once you uh, choose Him, Amen. We know there's some good traditions. It's good that families can sit down and talk to each other, Amen. In peace, Amen. And share with one another is good, Amen. The people can go out and be in a custom and know that this custom, Amen. It it, it cannot save them. This, can't, this, this custom cannot uh, help them, uh, destroy them, because you have a choose, you have a choice, and you have to choose Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We can walk in this world, but we don't have to be of this world. Amen. Father, we thank you right now, O oh God, and Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Lord, we thank you for the hearers of this word. We pray. Oh God, that they accept you as their Lord and Savior. And those that have been reaching out to you, Lord, we agree right now that you break the change of loneliness. We break the divine customs of trying to destroy their life in the name of Jesus. Lord, give them strength right now. Help them, Lord Jesus. Oh God, through these holidays, in the name of the Lord. We agree, according to Matthews 18, 18, 19 verse, but two or three touching and agree. We agree with mother, amen, father. We agree with the young man or the lady, amen, in, in, in the, in the uh, intensive care room. And those that go into legal problems or false accused, or God, maybe those that made a mistake in the divorce and whatever, Lord, and you're asking for your forgiveness and helping them. Oh, God, all sins are forgiven. Let them know, God, God will forgive you of your sin. Forgive you of your fault if you turn to him 
Once you turn to God, he will forgive you. And that's what is important. Amen. We love we live with God, a God that's He owns everything. He sees everything. He wants us back. Amen. Promise you and I'll come back to the winning side. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you.